I've heard about artists getting back blacklisted. What's that all about? Well, I'll tell you, anyone that anyone that does these uh Let's see it. Let's see it, Lance. I know you got it on you. Let's see your black book. Let's see it. There it is. Here it comes. Every recruiter has one. There it is. That's the the legendary black book. It's like the Necromicon. (laughs) So, yeah, it is very funny. That's a great question. So, I don't think anyone has an official black list. It'd be great if someone made one and then published it and we could all subscribe to it. but I think people individually make their By the home. way, you made people nervous in chat as they, they were measuring the thickness of the book. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, I might be in there. There's a lot of space yeah. in there. It's way too thick. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Never never applying to a job ever again. Yeah, Amazing. I've got multiple ones. Um, oh, geez. So, no, no, no. What does that mean? We're joking. But look, look, it does happen. Uh, and I'll give you a couple examples. Um, a fellow I know, very talented, um, working on a huge feature film many years ago, got in a huge tussle with the management. I need another 50 people to produce this show on time. It's not going to happen without it. Yada, yada, yada. Argued with them for 18 months on a big feature film. Argue, 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 argue. I oh, know. And finally, at his wit's end, he bailed. He left. And his department was near the end of the movie, and it was just ramping up when he left. So he is in their black book, yeah, the people just, that made that yeah. movie. They're sure. like, we'd never hire that guy. We came in right into the crux of when he was going to shine, and he bailed. And about three months after he left, they did hire 100 people, not 50 that he wanted. They hired 100. So he was right, and they were eventually going to give him the people. Right. Anyways, long story short, we tried to hire him on a few projects, and the word was out. They were like, no, no, oh, that no. guy bailed, that guy bailed, that guy bailed. So hmm. I didn't put him in a black book. Someone else did. And my client at the time said, we're not going to hire him because word on the street, not cool. He broke at a critical time in the project. Mm. Um, So they do happen, right? Um, I can think of a few people I've met in my career who are very challenging in the workplace, very difficult to manage. And so if someone wants to work with them, I say, you know, if you've got a supervisor who has time to manage this challenging personality, then, you know, it's, it's your choice. If you don't, I'm telling you, and I've been on a cruise where we've done a ton of hiring, and we're six weeks into a big VFX movie, and one of the soups comes running into my office, closes the door, and goes, how could you hire her? She's crazy. Like, she's freaking out, right? And I'm like, hold on. We already had the conversation. So-and-so is going to monitor her and stay on top of her. It's okay, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, it's it's one of those things where there's an internal conversation. We understand the risk, the value. We've had other ones. You know, there's, there's so many stories I could tell, but I, I don't want to tell stories, but... It is one of those things that happens, right? It's it's it feels to me like we're in high school and you know, certain kids get along with other kids and some kids don't play with that clique and get you know, clique is a good yeah. word. You can get these cliques. Yeah. Blacklist, oh. there's no official blacklist, no one publishes it. Everyone makes up their own official tiny blacklist of the five people, people that piss them off. Yeah, yeah people talk, yeah. right? Well, so, uh, I'm just curious, in your experience on top of your mind, what would be a couple things that employees could do that would be on the blacklist for most studio out there? Yeah, so that's a good question. For for me uh, personally, ghosting, you know, not taking things seriously, not calling in when they're supposed to be. Missing meetings. I hate when people are late for meetings. You know, all the rest of us got our time. Come on. Those are little things, though, right? Um, I think it's accountability for a lot of people. If you're a supervisor and you've got two weak links out of 10 on your team, now they become, you have to manage them more than the others, right? So they're not showing up or they're not, they're showing up, but they're not ready when they arrive, 
things like that, right? You you need as a supervisor, as a lead, as you need to be able to count on your team. You need to know that they're prepared, right? At any point in time, they're on top of what they're doing. If they're constantly looking at you, going, I I'm not sure. I don't know. You're thinking, why didn't you come to me a week ago when you knew you were un unsure about this? Like, mm. why did you let this fester for a week? Do I have to micromanage you? I don't want to mm. micromanage you. But I also don't want to be unprepared when we come to a deadline and you go, I wasn't really sure what you were meant a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why we do dailies. It's why we do these kind of constant check-ins with people. Um, but, you know, I I've seen people who are just a little bit out to lunch sometimes. They really consistently fail to interpret the room around them and the crew and the team and the spirit of what's going on. And, you know, those will be challenging people to work with. So again, if you've got someone who's says, no, no, I'll take them on as a project. And I've had that. I've had department heads go, I like this person's fighting spirit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, well, he swears a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But he's actually quite smart. If you can get past profanity, he's really quite talented. Right. So it depends on who the soup is in the area or the leads, uh, you know, because again, it's a creative industry. We have lots of funny people and characters and, you know, I, I've said it many times, we don't work at a bank. This wouldn't fly at an insurance firm. You know, it's not that kind of environment, right? And quite frankly, I truly believe some some antics and some friction in the workplace probably creates a better product some days hmm. because these outside box thinkers are what we need in a creative environment, right? Like none of us are in accounting for a reason, you know. Nothing against accounting. Don't get me wrong. Don't have all those accountants writing your letters. What do you say? You know, what I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm offended on behalf of all accountants right now. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But, you know, you know, Brent, Brent, you and I work together, and there was all sorts of zany stuff going on. And I think that's the benefit. You know, Nerf Wars break out, all sorts of funny stuff. I can remember doing the Olympics in the studio where we had, <sighs> you know, crazy games because we were in between projects. But, I mean, I think that is part of the benefit of working in a game studio or an animation studio. We should have fun. Right. I agree. Um, I agree. So I hope that helps. I hope that. Uh, I, I mean, it always boils down to don't be a dick, in my opinion. <laughs> like, be, be a good person and do your best to not leave a company totally high and dry when they need you the most is usually not a good decision to make. Yeah. Even if, even if you've been mistreated, even if you are like, you have all the right in the world to leave because they just, you know, you, you got to be careful, right? 